Hey, this is your girl Grace Robertson and welcome to More Than Just A Pretty Face. Here I'll be talking about getting to know who you truly are and who God has called you to be. We're not just going to focus on the physical attributes that you have as a woman or even as a man, but we're digging into the depths of your heart and we're pulling out all those things that shouldn't be and we're filling your heart with spiritual things that ultimately propels you into becoming more than just a pretty face. What's up, peeps? This is your girl, Grace Robinson, and welcome to the More Than Just a Pretty Face podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for dropping in um, to take a listen to this podcast. I appreciate you all so much. And for those of you who have been listening in already, who have listened to some, some of the episodes, I thank you so much for tuning back in. Thank you all. I'm so grateful and I'm so honored that you all are taking the time out to support this podcast. It means so much to me and I'm so thankful for you all. Um, And I'm just, I just hope y'all are having a good day today. It's a good day to be alive, like for real, (laughs) especially during the times that we are living in right now, these, you know, these unpredictable times. And I know that a lot of us, um, have been laid off of our jobs. You know, a lot of us have been still working. You know, all of us are quarantining in such a different way, in a different form. But I just pray that in this time that we have, and this, um, this, uh, we have a lot of more free time now, um, even for those who are still working. Some of us still have a lot more free time than we did because so many stores and things are shut down and are closing early. So I just pray that you're taking this time to be productive. I pray that you're loving on your families. I pray y'all not choking each other out. (laughs) And I pray that y'all are just, you know, just drawing closer to each other. And not only that, you're taking this time to really, really, really just get in the presence of God and to understand him and to know his ways and the things that he has in store for you. Because y'all, God has so, so many great things in store for you. Um, Those who are listening, God has so many great things in store for you. The Bible says, for I know the plans I have for you. There are plans of good and not for evil plans to give you a hope and a future. God, y'all, guys, how amazing is that? How amazing is that, that the plans that the Lord, our Father, has for us are for good. They're not for evil. So he has good things in mind when he think of us. You know, when he, when we're on his mind, He's not disgusted with us. He's not thinking about those things that we've done in the past. He's not looking at us and and regretting that he created us. But you know, when God looks at us, he doesn't look at us as man and as flesh, but he looks at us through the blood of Jesus. And so that is so amazing because when he looks at us through his son and through his son's blood, He only sees perfection. He sees us for who we are created to be and not for who we are right now at this very moment. And so I'm just so grateful that he loves us so much. He loves us so much, y'all. And I'm just excited about today's podcast. And um, I'm kind of already diving into what this episode is going to be about. So the title of this episode is called Best Friends. 
don't we all, I mean, don't we all have just that one friend or maybe you don't. Um, but I know a lot of us, we have people that we, people or a person. I don't know about having a lot of best friends, but (laughs) I don't know how this going to work out, but we all have that one person in our lives that we call our best friend. And what does that look like? I mean, to me, a best friend looks like a person who I can confide in, a person who I can talk to at any time of the day, a person who I know that if I go a few days without talking to them, you know, I begin to miss them. And even when those days go by, because, you know, we all have lives, we all are busy. And so even with that, when I call and talk to this um, to this specific person, it's like we pick up right where we left off at. Like nothing has changed and it's just full of laughter. And that person that we can go to and we can talk to and when we're struggling, though that person we can share our deepest secrets with and know that you know, even when we do that, they're not going to go and try to use the information that we gave them out of a sense of, you know, confiding in them. And they're not going to use that information to, you know, use it against us. And so that's, that's, that's a good best friend. Like that's a friend, you know, that person, man, you got some people that you can call them at any time of the day and you know, they're going to answer the phone and they won't be mad that you called them at two or three o'clock in the morning, that you crying on the phone <laughs> and, you know, because you struggling or you, you going through something or whatever it may be, like they won't be upset with you because that's just the type of friendship that you all have. And as I was thinking about that and I was thinking about having that, you know, having that best friend, having that person that you can talk to and that you all can, you know, laugh about anything, joke about anything. And also, even even in your struggles, it's not a person that's babysitting you and patting you on the back when you're struggling with something, but they hear what you're saying, they're listening, but they're also encouraging you and pushing you closer to the Lord and, you know, letting you know that you may be here right now, but this is where God is taking you. This is where God wants you to be. And, you know, they snapping you all the way back together. You know what I'm saying? They're not sugarcoating anything. Because let's be honest, like in the times we're living in, we don't need to be connected to people who are sugarcoating things, especially when we're struggling with something, who are sugarcoating it, who are patting us on the back and, you know, making it feel as though we are okay in the state that we're in. They're not being judgmental, but they're being, you know, that good brother and that good sister in the Lord to us that is pushing us closer to the Lord, pushing us closer to Christ and letting us know that, hey, you know, you're not going to always struggle with this thing. These are the necessary steps you need to take to get out of it. So that's a good friend to me. That's what a good friend looks like to me. And so in that, you know, on this earth, having that friend, that person you can see all the time, or maybe not you can't see them all the time, but, you know, we have FaceTime. We can FaceTime people and we have all these other gadgets and things that we can call people and stuff like that. But I just want you to know that just like you have that earthly best friend, Jesus wants to be that same person in our lives. He wants to be that best friend in our life. And we have to give that same time to him that we do with that person on earth. We have to give that same time to him. And it's like, if Jesus wants to be that in our lives, we have to come to the recognition that 
he deserves to be that in our lives. Not only a, a friend to us, but our Lord, our Savior, you know, our counselor. I, you know, and when you think of a best friend, all of those things, all of those things that we say that best friend has is the same qualities that Jesus has, but just on a on a higher depth, on a, a deeper depth. Because Jesus, he, he can't be compared to a human being, but because he's so divine, and he's so awesome. And but all of those things that I just named that a best friend, those qualities that the best friend has, Jesus is that all in one and even more. He's all those things. And so when we get to that place where we can see that we need to have that relationship with the Lord, you know, Jesus wants to be that best friend in our lives. He wants to be that person who we run to when 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 good things are happening. He wants to be that person who we run to when bad things are happening. He wants to be that person who we call upon and, and, and we know that he's going to answer us. Because the Bible says, if you call upon me, I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things. He wants to be that person who we can um, call upon at any time of the day. No matter if you're at work, if you're at, um, in your living room, in your kitchen, in your bathroom, wherever you are, you can call on him and you know that he's going to answer the phone. Just like I said, like that best friend. Um, you can call them at any time of the day and you know they're going to answer the phone. Jesus will do the same. Anytime you call on his name, he will answer you. His ears are attentive to us. And so like what, what greater person to have close to us than Jesus himself? And I was just thinking just the other day, um, this is probably like maybe about a week ago. Um, I was sitting in my living room and I was watching some cartoons with my son and we was watching this little cartoon and um, I just felt the tugging of the Holy Spirit as I was sitting there watching cartoons and I immediately just got up and I went upstairs and I went up there to just pray because I felt the Lord just tugging on me. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go upstairs and pray. And I, I'm going to hear what the Lord is trying to say to me right now in this moment. And, and what's so great about that is that no matter what you're doing, doing during your day, the Holy Spirit can literally pull on your heart, pull on your spirit to get you to go and get into a place where you can hear God, no matter what you're doing. So just like me, I was sitting in my living room watching cartoons you know, just minding my own business, having a good time and just spending time with my son. And and the Lord literally started tugging on my heart. And just like you, you can be sitting in your living room watching television. You can be on the phone with somebody talking and the Holy Spirit can pull on your heart. You can literally be in your restroom um, and the Holy Spirit can be tugging on your heart. You can literally be in the midst of committing adultery. You can be in the midst of committing a sin. You can be in the midst of 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 watching things on television that you shouldn't be looking at. You can be in the midst of doing these things. And the Holy Spirit can literally tug on your heart. And I think about this and it, and it reminded me of of when when before Saul became Paul. I think about when he was on the road to Damascus and and he was and the Lord literally got his attention while he was on the road to Damascus. 
he literally got his attention right in that moment, right when he was, you know, he probably was going to plot and go to go and kill some more Christians. He thought he was doing God a favor, even in the most ugliest things we could be doing. You could be contemplating suicide, even in the midst of that, you could be contemplating killing yourself, killing someone else. You can be in the midst of depression. You can be in the midst of just having all this anxiety, being fearful. You can be in the midst of all these things. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus himself can literally pull on your heart and speak to you in that moment, in that moment. But it's in that moment, will we answer when he calls us? Will we answer? Because even when Saul was on the road to Damascus and the Lord blinded him, he blinded him for three days. He blinded him for three days. He got his attention even while he was in the midst of killing Christian, killing God's people, killing his people, even in the midst of that. The Lord still called him. The Lord still had a plan for his life, even though he was out there killing people, committing a sin. Because I, I, I just believe that so many times we feel like that we, we are so far gone from the Lord that it's like, you know, God ain't trying to hear me. God ain't trying to help me because I'm so deep in this sin. I'm so captivated by these lustful desires. I'm, you know, I'm in the midst of fornicating with somebody. I'm in the midst of cheating on somebody. I'm in the midst of, of doing all these things of, of, of being high. I'm in the midst of smoking dope. I'm in the midst of, you know, drinking my sorrows away. I'm in the midst of doing all these things. We get to that point where we're so indulged in those things that we feel like there's no hope. That there's no hope. But just like the Lord called Saul, he, 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 he caught him in the midst on the road to Damascus. In the midst of his sin, in the midst of him just being jacked up. Because let's be honest, Saul was jacked up. He was out there killing, killing Christians. He was out there murdering people and thought that he was doing God a favor. So even in the midst of whatever we are doing, just like I was sitting on the couch, you know, I was just sitting there watching television, watching a cartoon. And, and the Lord just 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 spoke to me and just tugged in my heart. And, you know, and I just needed to go upstairs and go and pray. And so just like in those moments, it's like, will you answer the call? Will you answer the call when, when, when the Holy Spirit starts tugging on you? Will you be obedient? You know, you may be on the phone with somebody. Will you be obedient and say, hey, I got to call you back. Hey, I need to turn this television off. Hey, I need to stop what I'm doing right now. And I need to hear what the Holy Spirit is trying to say to me. And in that moment when, when the Holy Spirit started tugging on my heart, I immediately went upstairs and I thought I was going to pray. But instead of me opening up my mouth to pray, I literally just started weeping. I fell to my knees and I literally started weeping in the presence of God because and, and because I was just my, my, my spirit was just so like I couldn't I couldn't open my mouth. It was just the presence of God was so heavy on me. It was just I couldn't even speak. I had no words. I had no words. And in that moment where sometimes we just want to do all the talking, 
you know, but God just, he just reminded me that, Hey, right now I'm about to talk to you right now. I'm about to speak to you and I'm about, I'm about to touch you. And so in that moment where I'm weeping before the Lord, he literally said that I've got to be your best friend. I've got to be your best friend. And so in that moment, I literally started repenting because if we be honest, just all those things that I have named, um, and it may not be something that you're doing wrong because I was literally just down there watching cartoons. You may be a person that's on the phone with, with a friend and you just you could be talking about the Lord or whatever it may be. You may just be having just a normal conversation with somebody. But even in those things right there, sometimes you could be doing something that may not seem like it's wrong. But but even in those moments, God is like, I want this time with you. I want this time with you. And he will literally pull us away. Or you may be a person that is in doing something that, you know, that's not pleasing to God. And he's still pulling you and say, hey, I want this time with you. I want this time with you. It's time for me to get your attention. It's time for you to, you know, hear me. It's time for you to understand that I'm trying to get your attention. Even in the midst of whatever you are doing. And so I was just thinking about that and it reminded me of the scripture, the scripture in uh, the book of John, chapter 15, verse 15. And it says, henceforth, I call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. This is Jesus himself speaking. He said, I have called you friends for all things I have heard of my father and I have but I have made known to you. Now, this is the King James Version, but you can look it up in your Bible, whatever verse you want to look it up in. It's John chapter 15, verse 15. It says he he's not calling us servants anymore. We're no longer slaves um, to our sins. We're no longer slaves anymore. But he has called Jesus has called us his friends. And and what what does a friend do? He said, for all the things that I've heard, all the things that God has showed the Lord, all the things that God has shown his son, Jesus, he said, I'm making those things known to you. I'm making those things known to you. And so how, how great of a friend is that? That will share vital information with you, that will share you their innermost thoughts with you. Jesus is literally our friend and he wants to be that in our lives. He wants to be everything in our lives. Just the, the, he wants to be those things that we give ourselves to other people. He wants that time. He wants that relationship with us. And then it's, we have to get to that place where we say, okay, you know, I have this earthly best friend, but I, I, I need that relationship with my heavenly father. I need that relationship with the one who died for me, who who was nailed to the cross for me, who was bruised for our iniquities, who was chastised for our transgressions, who bled and who died. And and not only did he die, but he rose again. 
with all power in his hands just so we can live again, just so we can be saved, just so we can have a life and have a relationship with our father. The, 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 the main reason that Jesus was nailed to the cross and why he had to endure these things for us and where our sins were put on him, where our, our lustful desires were put on him, our, our, you know, our ambitions and our, our, all these things that are not of God, all that was put on him, the weight of our sin was put on him as he was beaten and as, as he was bruised and as he was hung on that cross. But you know what? Even in that he died, but he rose with all power and that same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead, that spirit wants to dwell in, in us. He wants to give us that same power that rose him from the dead. He wants us to have that same power that we can overcome sin. That we can have that relationship with him. Jesus is the reason that we're reconciled back to the father. He is the reason. So we owe him everything. We owe him our hearts. We owe him our minds. We owe him our shortcomings. We owe him our um, inadequacies. We owe him everything. We owe him everything. And he wants to be our everything. He wants to be our everything. And I'm literally, I'm just in awe of who the Lord is in my life. And I'm just so grateful and thankful that not only does God, does God want to be that in my life, but he wants to be that in your life as well. But it's like, will you be obedient to when the Lord is tugging on you? Will you be obedient to when the God is calling you and when he's pulling you, when he's trying to get you out of this pit of despair, when he's trying to pull you out of depression, when he's, um, you know, sending people your way to get you to understand and to let you know that you need to be saved. The life that you have been living, it, it hasn't been getting you anywhere. You've been going in circles. You've been going in cycles. And you've just been going around this mountain over and over and over again. And it's, it's, and it's time out. It's time out. I, I believe that God is literally, he's always been trying to get our attention. But I believe right now he is truly set aside this time to say, hey, I'm I'm trying to get your attention. But you know what? The ones who are who will heed my voice, who will listen to my instructions, you know, those are the ones who are going to grasp onto this. Those who will say, OK, I'm going to lay aside all these things. I'm going to lay aside. That's what the Bible says to lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets us. You know, we have to lay aside those things. We have to lay aside. Sometimes we have to get off the phone. We have to cut the television off. We have to turn the turn the computer off. Push down the laptop, turn off those notifications on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and Snapchat. And, and we have to tell our friends, hey, we can't hang out today. And we have to do those things and we have to pull away. We have to pull away from those things and say, OK, God, here I am. I'm listening. My ears are attentive to you. God, I need to know what you're saying. Lord, God, feel me again. Lord, God, restore me. Lord, God, heal me, deliver me, set me free. God, I've been struggling. 
with these things. I've been struggling with these lustful desires. God, I've been struggling in my mind with depression. Lord God, I want to kill myself. Lord God, I feel like I don't have any worth. I don't have any value. God, I'm struggling with fear. Lord God, of my future. I don't know what my future holds. I don't know what that looks like. God, I'm struggling financially. Lord God, I'm just doing, I'm struggling in, in, in my marriage. I'm struggling in my relationship. Lord God, I'm struggling in friendships. God, I'm just, I'm just struggling, Lord God, whatever it may be. I'm struggling to put the bottle down. God, I'm struggling to not light up, light up a blunt. God, I'm struggling to know who you called me to be, God. I don't know the plans you have for me, God. I don't know who you want me to be, God. I'm struggling to look at myself in the mirror and to be satisfied with who I am right now. You may be struggling with all of those things, but I can rest and assure you that even in the midst of it, the Bible says to cast our cares upon him. Cast our cares at the feet of Jesus because he cares for us. So when we feel like we are struggling with those things, even in the midst of that, the Holy Spirit can literally speak to us. He can literally speak to us. He can call us out of that pit of despair. And he can literally give us a new name. So even when Saul was on the road to Damascus and the Lord blinded him for three days and he sent Ananias to speak to him and his eyes became open. You know, that's what God wants to do. He wants to open up our eyes. He wants to open up the eyes of our heart. He wants the scales to fall from our eyes that we can see who he truly is. We can see him high and lifted up. We can see that those things that we were doing, that that is not who we are, but that God has a better life for us. And he can literally give us a new name, just like he gave Saul a new name. He went from Saul to Paul and he literally, he literally changed this man's life. He changed this man's life and he went from killing Christians to being a Christian and to writing all, most of the books, most of the books in the Bible. Jesus did that. And just like he did that with Saul, he wants to do that in your life. He wants to do that in your life. And, and you have what it takes to be all that God has called you to be. Woman of God, you have what it takes to be the woman God has called you to be. Man of God, you have what it takes to be all that God has called you to be. And you may not be where you need to be spiritually, but I call you woman of God right now. And I call you man of God right now because I'm speaking those things that be not as though they were. It's time for us to rise up and to allow Jesus to be that friend in our life, to be that best friend. So that we can be who God has called us to be. So we can be who God has called to be for him, for ourselves, for our families, for our children, for those who God has connected us with. We need to be it's, people are there are people who are waiting on us to be obedient to the Lord, waiting on us to change that they can be changed. God wants to use you. You listening to this this podcast, God wants to use you. You have what it takes. You have what it takes. And you have to tell yourself, I have what it takes. I can be the woman God has called me to be. I can be the man God has called me to be. I may be struggling with something today, but I this is not who I am. 
I am the righteousness of God. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a peculiar people. I am God's holy nation. I am his beloved. We have to tell ourselves these things and we have to build ourselves up in the Lord. We have to stir ourselves up. We have to speak the word of God over our lives. We are more than just a pretty face. You are more than just a handsome face. You have more to you than just your outer appearance. You have more than you, more in you than just that. You are more than just where you work at. You are more than what's just in your bank account. You are more than that. And Jesus wants to give you the opportunity to understand and to know who he, had, who he has called you to be and the things he has in store for you. So I just pray, friends, that, you know, we just get into that place where we allow Jesus to be that friend in our life, that best friend, that one we call on, that one we run to when things are going, not just when things are going bad, but when things are going good. That we're constantly at his feet. We're constantly in his presence. We're constantly talking and communing with him. That's the only way you can build a relationship with someone is by communing with them, by talking to them, by getting to know them, by understanding who they are. So, friends, I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you understand that the Lord loves you so much. And he loves you so much that he died for you. But also, not only did he die, but he rose with all power. And that same power that rose Jesus from the dead, he wants that that to dwell in you. He wants you to have his Holy Spirit, that he can teach you his ways, that you can be able to uh, withstand the schemes of the devil. You can be able to flee away from temptation. That you can have the power to, to, to speak things into existence the power to trample over serpents and scorpions and over these demonic spirits in these in these different realms he he wants you to have that power he wants you to have that so what a friend what a friend we have in jesus so peeps i pray y'all have a amazing tuesday god bless y'all peace